Welcome to the Army in Time podcast, episode five. And this week we're recording Wednesday, right before Thanksgiving. So by the time you guys hear this, it'll be Thanksgiving. And uh, I want to wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays, and hopefully you have spend that you guys spend that time with family and resting and connecting with what you like and enjoy your time. Now, this week I'm wearing on the wrist my one of my Casio G-Shock Casiokes, I guess, <laughs> if uh, if you call it that, or there's a lot of people that call them that. I am wearing one of those on a elastic NATO. Uh, the two Casiokes I have, I don't have them on the regular strap that they come in, the rubber strap. I have them on a uh, elastic NATO. And I posted them a couple times on Instagram so you can see the differences on each one. One of them is just completely black and it has typical brush steel uh, buckles. And this one is the clear Casio with the black dial and it has a black elastic NATO with a white stripe in the middle and the metal is black coated. So it's pretty cool. I like it. I like the combination. I think that the straps are way more comfortable <laughs> or make the watches way more comfortable than the regular rubber strap that they come in with. I do not like them. They've become a little too bulky. So I like this. Pretty legit. If you're interested, though, you have to buy the the adapter for the lugs. Because if you've ever seen when you take off a strap from a, from a G-Shock, it's kind of straight. It doesn't have that typical lugs that we see everywhere else. And they tend to be very small. So you have to buy the adapters. I bought them through eBay. I can't even remember who's the guy that sells them. Um, but I bought two pairs at two different times and they always work great. They're pretty, pretty legit. And you can put after that, you can put whatever strap you want to. Now, I don't know if you guys seen, but when you guys hear this episode, we'll be able to, to have seen this, uh, a couple of watches that dropped this week. And actually two of those, two of these dropped today, but Matter of fact, I think all of them dropped today. But let's talk a little bit about the watches that dropped this week. Um, Omega dropped the Seamaster 007 60th anniversary. Now, this one is a little bit different than the typical Seamaster that you have right now. So, like, for example, my Seamaster uh, 300 has the bezel is 10-minute increments. On the bezel, it goes all 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. And then when it goes to 60, it stops right there and it has a tri triangle with a dot, illuminated dot. And that's your 12 hour or your on the bezel mark or the, the 60 minute mark, whatever you want to call it. That's at the top. 
Now, this one, the 007 60th anniversary, has the actual 60 on the vessel, and it's illuminated, um, but it's a 60, right? It's not the triangle with the dot in the middle. So that that's a little bit different. So you have that. It is blue. It is a different blue than the regular Seamaster 300 blue that you see typically. This one is a little bit more muted, I guess. It's, I would say, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's just, it's darker. But the dial is blue and the bezel is blue. So you have a little bit of a matching right there. And a little bit of difference from the regular Seamaster 300. But what I like about this 007 60th anniversary is that it doesn't have any shout out to being a 007 in the dial, right? Um, I don't know. I just typically I don't like the 007 shout outs through the dial, vessel, or hands, or whatever, in the front of the watch. I think it becomes a little tacky. I don't know. And some people like it. You might like it, and that's totally fine. If you like it, you like it. For me, I, I don't I don't tend to like when they are uh, being so obvious about the, the connection. I don't know. I just I, I think it makes it a little tacky. And maybe it's the way they have approached it in the past. Um, you know, there are some that are very, very, very out there. You know, like, hey, here, this is a James Bond watch. And some of them, they're a little bit more subtle. And those ones tend to be better. But I don't know. It, they're just not for me. And this one doesn't have that. So I, I like it. I also like the blue that it has, that comes with it. Uh, it's, I don't know, it's just different. Then on the back, though... That's where you get your 007, right? It has the typical uh, James Bond in the intro coming into the circle of the barrel of a gun, you know, shooting back and stuff like that. And that's that's in the back. And it's still a glass um, back. So it's a see-through. You can see the movement, but it has that in the... In the back, in the glass, it has that little emblem. It's not little. It's it's big. It's not subtle. It's the whole thing in the back. But it, that's where your 007 comes into uh, into the watch. And that's okay for me. It's, it's hiding in the bag. So it's for you, you know. And if you want to show someone because, you know, they like it, you're taking it off to show it. So it's different because you're not going to be – it's not in your face, so I, I think I like it this way more. I still don't like that it's so um, out there. <laughs> when you turn it around, it's just it's there. You know, there's no way to. It's, there's not. There's no subtle or subtlety to it. So I guess I mean it, if they have to, you know, show you as double seven somehow, and this is how they do it. But I definitely like this approach more than what they have done in the past, where they're showing you. Full blown, a this is 007 in the front. So, but I like it. I think it's it's pretty cool. Um, if you are interested in getting a Seamaster that is a James Bond watch, then 
this one is very legit. Uh, I like it. Now, Omega also released the 007 and a little bit of a different <laughs> approach. They did a 18 karat gold with a natural, well, that's what they call it at least, natural gray silicone dial. It's supposed to resemble the sands in Jamaica or whatever. Um, I don't know. I, I don't like this one. The dial is cool. The dial is different. I don't see it reminding me of any area in Jamaica, but which I've been to Jamaica um, from the Caribbean after all. But I don't see the relation to it. But if, if it reminds them to, of it, then I guess. I still think the dial is pretty cool and uh, I enjoy it. I just don't see um, myself doing the blinged out <laughs> aspect of it. If you haven't seen it, it's completely blinged out, right? It has crystals all around the vessel, all around the, um, the outside of the dial. And it's just too much for me. It's different colors. It's just not for me, right? I don't like iced out <laughs> watches. If you do, you might like this one because it is very unique. The combination of the crystals and the and the silicone dial. But for me, it's not it, right? But it's cool, I guess. If if it's if you're into iced out uh, watches, uh, this could be a good one for you. Now it's going to be a lot more expensive because it's an 18 karat gold. Um, but again, uh, not for me, not for me. I will go for the regular 60th anniversary Seamaster 007. I was going to buy either one of these two. And my personal favorite from this week, and I know it's probably Jason's favorite too over at a, a Watch Roll podcast, but the Zodiac Super Seawolf all great meteorite dial. Man, this one is sexy. I like it. it the, the watch comes, it's all stainless steel. It comes with the, the brace, a different bracelet that I'm not used to seeing for Zodiac. It's a little bit more kind of like a, I guess, if trying to paint a picture in your head, it's kind of more of a Jubilee style. It's not a Jubilee style, but it's that type of watch. It has a lot more articulation to it. And I've seen this this bracelet in other uh, Zodiac watches recently, but this one, t it looks like it's, it's not two-tone. It's one-tone. And it looks like a little bit more, I don't know, into the gray area of a stainless steel. But the dial, oh my God, the dial, that dial... It is insanely sexy. Jesus is great. It has all that, you know, texture that you expect from a meteorite dial. I don't know why my dog is barking, but uh, that you expect from that meteorite dial. But it's, uh, I don't know, the contrast with the white bezel. It has that whitish bezel. And the thing I like about vessels when it comes to Zodiac is they have that, I don't know, that uh, aesthetic that Blind Pan used to have in the vessels. Or, I mean, I guess they still have. 
you know, it's not flat vessels. It's still ceramic uh, vessel, but it's a uh, man. It is sexy. It is just. I like it. I'm here for it. <laughs> so I, I do like it. So those are the three watches that I noticed uh, getting released this week. And I wanted to bring up, talk a little bit about them before getting into the subject of this week. So last week we talked a little bit about a uh, gifts that you can get a watch person or a watch nerd like all of us. They're not watches. I know for a fact, though, that some of you are going to try to get a watch anyway for your significant other um, or for yourself. Or you're trying to drop the hint to get a watch <laughs> for your significant other to get you a watch. And uh, you don't know what, what watch to go with. Um, if you're looking for watches, this episode is going to be on watches in the $500 mark. Um, between 500 some of these are going to be a little bit less than 500 So let's say 450 to 599 right? That's going to be the range that we're going to be talking about today. And I want to do this in case you're looking to get an inexpensive watch during the holidays, something that someone can gift you. You know, if you're looking for someone to gift you a watch, a lot of times we don't want to, I mean, unless you have a, a rich father-in-law or something like that that wants to get you a real expensive watch, typically it's going to be a little bit on the lower end. So we want to go ahead and I wanted to go ahead and create this list of different type of watches inside that range that, you know, you can experiment with and uh and see if you like or not now what i'm going to do is i'm going to break it down into a couple of different areas so i'm going to talk about micro uh i'm going to try to keep it around the two or three per category too everyday watches chrono dress watches divers and i'm going to have a honorable mention at the end now for this, again, it's going to be from around 450 to 599, trying to keep it in in that range. And also, I can't mention every watch in these categories, so I'm going to try to mention watch mention watches that I think majority of people will like, or they have been proven to be famous and or not famous but likable you know, across every age range or for everyone. So that way, you know, you get a little bit more of a for sure thing. As opposed to going, you know, all around and talking about 50 different watches in each category, it would be insane. I mean, the episode would be too long. But let's go ahead and get on with it. Now, for micro... I'm going to, uh, there's a couple, some of these watches already, I've talked about all these watches, but um, in the micro side, I know everyone has different uh, answers of um, to what is a micro, but I'm going to keep it to what we, I, I think we can agree that 
these ones are micros. Now, Baltic, I'm gonna go with the MRO one, which the MRO one is the micro rotor watch that they just released. It has um, Arabic dial, uh, Arabic numbers in the dial. I like the dial, it has texture to it. Baltic is a good brand and it comes at $550. It's, it's insane, right? And this is more of a dressy, um, I guess, watch or everyday watch that you can wear inside the micro category, $550. It has a Chinese movement, which is the, probably the only reason why they're able to offer you a $550 watch that has a micro rotor. So at the same time that we're talking about these watches, keep in mind, you know, these watches, as there is something that's going to be noticeable as to why these watches are less expensive. You know, especially when you're talking about micro rotor, you can't expect this watch to function as an Omega micro rotor watch or a Rolex or Tudor or whatever else, you know, Breitling or whatever. Those are thousands of dollars. This is $550. So let's keep that in mind. But I still think it's a good watch. If you're looking for something that you want to be able to uh, be appreciated at in the inside the watch world, and at the same time, you, you're probably going to enjoy, I think the Baltic MRO one is a good kind of everyday dressy watch inside the micro. Now, the next one, Laureate Falcon, which is uh, when we talked about micros, I talked about this watch. I didn't, I, I don't think I mentioned the, the name was Falcon, but this is the Laureate watch that has that sexy ass dial. It has that texture, you know, imprints in, in, into the dial, you know, that I like so much it's it's just it's a very classy everyday watch you can wear this watch it's a very sporty watch but you can wear this watch for every single day whatever the situation is um, you can wear it it's going to look good in uniform uh, for your everyday uh, job in the military as a law enforcement officer whatever it is or as a regular civilian and it's going to also appeal to the more sporty side or the more dressy side. It, I just, I like it. It is a really sexy watch. It's $500 on the mark. Um, this is a very good offering from Laurier. And uh, I think you guys will enjoy it too. Now, obviously I could not leave notice outside the conversation when it comes to micro, because I think it, those are insanely good watches. So notice. Inside the micro, this is going to be your this is going to be your diver uh, watch that you can get inside your micro, and this is the Notice Retrospect Three. Now, the Notice Retros Retrospect Three, they just released with the orange color dial, the blue dial, and that gray dial, and the it's a sunburst radiant dial that is sexy as hell. It's the typical look of the retrospect but it's a little bit more refined because it has been through so many, you know, iterations and still a $475. And remember, this watch comes with a proprietary uh, clasp, the Nodex, 
with that amazing bracelet that I keep mentioning about notice. So if you're, and this watch looks bigger than what it's going to wear. Okay. It's a 42 something, 43, but it wears more like a, I don't know. I think it wears more like a 40 and a half, 41 millimeter. It is thick, about 13 millimeters, but it is a sexy watch. And you can't be the fact that it's coming with a proprietary uh, clasp that you're not going to get in any other watch that they develop specifically for Notice watches. And the bracelet is so smooth in, in your wrist, you know. So, um, again, this is your dive watch option inside the micro 475 you cannot beat this watch for a diver you know inside five hundred dollars even below five hundred dollars you know it's, it's, it's to me it's insane but this is your your uh uh diver for micro now moving on to everyday watches and now in this next couple of sessions um you know categories i'm not going to mention I'm going to try not to mention micro brands. There is going to be in two different categories that we're going to repeat at least one. Um, but every day, Hamilton Khaki Mechanical, their field watch uh, mechanical version. I think this is probably the most famous Hamilton watch out there. Uh, everyone that gets into Hamilton probably starts with this. I did not. I started with the Khaki Navy. But the Khaki Field Mechanical is just the history of it. The, you know, everyone is, is going to talk about it. Everyone's going to like it. These watches are thin, pretty thin. Um, and uh, if you're not into that, those uh, thinner watches, then you probably won't like it. But uh, I think that a lot of times they come with that leather uh, single pass uh, NATO because it's leather. It tends to be a little bit thicker. It gives it a little bit more extra height. So you might still like it. But it, this, it has different dial colors, offerings on the website. It, this is just a really good watch um, from Hamilton. And, you know, I like it. I, I, don't, I don't see if you, you know, if, I'm a dive fanatic, so majority of my watches are divers. But if you want, if you're looking for an everyday watch that might not be a diver, this might be it, man. It, I don't know, the Hamilton khaki mechanicals are really nice and they come at 495 495 i mean insane now this next watch i have and is sexy <laughs> so the seiko 5 gmts now keep in mind again this is a sub 500 dollar watch don't expect this watch to be a true gmt movement or to have you know, what a Tudor Pro is going to feel like in your wrist. It, this is a different type of watch, period. But I got to tell you, when I got this watch, I thought maybe there's a lot of hype behind this watch. And maybe this watch is not going to be what I think it's going to be. But I think it is. I think that the hype matches the watch in this in this at least in this uh, um, occasion, right? So the Seiko 5 GMTs, they're at 475, 475. And a lot of times the Seiko GMT, the Seiko 5s, or any Seiko for that matter, you can probably find at a discount. So I got a discount when I got this watch. I got it for 420 and, you know, and that was with the shipping. 
and I'm in Alaska. So, <laughs> you know, um, really good watches. Typical Seiko, lug to lug is 42 point something, but they wear smaller. Honestly, this wears to me at a max, like a 40 millimeter watch. Honestly, I think that because the lug to lug is so short, it's just maybe a little bit less. I don't know. It just, it wears so good. Now it's a little bit thick. So you have that, that thickness that it's not going to make it feel too small. Um, it gives you a little bit of heft and it makes it feel just really good. And, you know, it's, a, it's not a true Jubilee bracelet. It's a Jubilee style bracelet, but it's very articulated and very comfortable on the wrist. So you have that. Now the clasp is not going to be top tier, but it's, it's okay to uh, clasp, typical Seiko. Uh, you have a couple of points of micro adjustment, really good watch, 475. Again, you get the orange uh, dial, blue dial, and you get the black dial. The orange dial has that black and kind of grayish um, two-tone bezel, uh, like typical from 24-hour GMTs. But the numbers are kind of not true white, kind of throwing towards the orangey or vintage uh, coloring. On the white, on I mean, on the blue dial and the black dial, they're more regular uh, white uh, numbers on the dial, on the bezel. And then at the same time, you get the bezel is combined with that other color, right? So the black one is gray with that black uh color in the dial and then the blue one has blue and black which it gives you that uh coloring scheme a little bit more throughout but great great watches honestly great watches i have the black one i don't know if you've seen it uh on my uh instagram but really i really love it it's a really good watch and like i've i have mentioned before i don't see why we have to be snobs about the true gmt versus the office gmt whatever you want to call it um it doesn't bother me at all. If it bothers you, maybe this is not a watch for you, but I don't think you can find a better GMT for $475. Now, the next one is the Tissot PRX, and this is the quartz version. So I gave you two everyday watches are mechanical. This one is a quartz, but I don't think it matters, okay? It, again, I'm not a, a, a mechanical snob. I like quartz watches too. This one, if you can pass, you know, or look past the fact that it has a quartz watch, uh, a quartz uh, movement on it, I think this is a great option. I have the automatic version, but the automatic version is past $500, $599. So I don't want to include it in here, even though it's not that much past, but I don't want to include it in here. So the Tissot PRX, you can get, I mean, they have such a variety. The 35 millimeters that they came up with uh, recently are a little bit better of a sizing. And the reason why I bring that one up first is because the Tissot PRXs don't fit the same way that uh, your typical watches are going to fit. You know, this is an integrated bracelet watch, so it has kind of like a weird fitting. Um, if you never wear integrated bracelet watch, they don't fit the same way. Now, that's what I like about the PRX that I have. It's a different fitting. The bracelet is extremely comfortable. Hands down, the best bracelet Tissot makes is the bracelet for the Tissot PRXs. Um, it, hands down, the best one. 
There is no it's it you know buts about it. This is the best bracelet Latiso makes. So it's gonna be comfortable. And I like the fitting, but if you never wore it, it might not be for you. So maybe going to AD and, and see how it fits to make sure that you are going to like it. But they even have an all gold tone uh, PRX, you know, and obviously it's not gold, but, you know, PVD coated in gold tones. And this is $450, okay? And this is probably one of the higher price because it's the 40 millimeter and it's gold tones, which is the one of the ones that they just released last uh, or more recently. So it's a little bit higher price. And it's, again, it's a 40 millimeter. So it's uh, $450. But the, when you're talking about 35 millimeters, if you're looking for a little bit of a smaller uh, watch, you're talking about 375. Look, you can't beat those prices for a watch from a Swiss brand like Tissot, and it, it has been so coveted because everyone loves, or not everyone, but so many people love PRXs that, you know, it gives it a hype. So to have a, a watch like that for 375 on the 35 millimeter side and 450 on the on the 40 millimeter side, man, I, I don't know. And the amount of dial colors that they have, they have, very light blue, green. They have a, a more of a that weird uh, green color that everyone, every company is trying to come out with. They have regular black, blue, uh, dark blue. Uh, they have the gold one. I mean, they have so many different variations out there. Again, I like it. If you want to see what it looks like on a wrist, you can go to my Instagram and see how mine fits. Mine is a 40 millimeter. But again, I think that the 35 millimeter, matter of fact, if you want to see what the 35 millimeter look like, you can head to the Watchbox Diaries uh, page and Instagram, and she has a 35 millimeter PRX. And it, she also has a review on YouTube, which is only about five minutes. So you can easily watch that. And it lets, it, it lets you kind of get a, you know, a preview of what it looks like on the wrist. You can see mine is a 40 millimeter. You can see hers, which is a 35 millimeter. I, I just think they're very sexy. So men or uh, for women. So it, again, 450, 375, you can't beat it. Really good watch. Now moving on, talk a, bit, a little bit too much about Tissot <laughs> PRXs, but moving on to Chrono. Chrono, okay. <laughs> Chrono, they're not for me, but I know a lot of people like Chronos. So I'm going to start with probably the most famous one for this price range. And that's the Bulova uh, Lunar Pilot, which is the moon watch for Bulova. And it, it has history. You know, it, there is actually one of the astro astronauts went out there with a Bulova, not a Speedy. So there's that. So it's been to space. It has the history. If you want to be... If you're a snob about history and you really want something that has a story behind it, I think this one is a great option. The Bulova uh, Moon Watch or the Bulova Lunar Pilot, $550. Now, this is a bigger watch, so it's going to wear big. And another thing to consider, this is a quartz watch, okay? Now, 
The reason why it shouldn't matter to you is because a lot of people complain about quartz watches because they can see the ticking. Now, there are some people out there that really bottom line is, bottom line up front, they're complaining because the snobbery to quartzes, okay? And they're like, ah, oh, I'm above be having a quartz watch. I want an automatic. So I don't want a Boulevard Luna Pilot. Whatever, right? But if what bothers you is the ticking, tick-tock of the, the quartz movement, then this one is not going to be an issue for you because the Boulevard has a 262 kilohertz uh, movement, which is a high-grade, high-quality quartz movement, and it, it glides. It has so much rate of movement. It, it moves so fast compared to a regular uh, automatic or quartz movement that it glides just like a, uh, an automatic movement. So it, glide, it glides very, very well. It is sexy to see the, the seconds hand and the, the chronograph hand. So no issues with this. Again, $550, really good option. And again, look, everything I'm mentioning, except the micros, is available in AFIS. And you can get for cheaper, okay? The Boulevard Lunar Pilot, you can get for sub $500 from AFIS. Just saying, just saying, keep that in mind. Now, the next one for Chrono is not going to be on AFIS because this is a micro, but I could not not mention this brand. Man, Brew, Brew watches. Pretty much everything they have is a chronograph. They have watches that are three-handed. Yes, they're automatic. Yes, but their chronographs tend to have mecha quartz movements. Again, Seiko movements, um, really good quartz movements. I have a brew watch. I have the the retrograph, which is a really good watch. But they have kind of two styles for chronographs, right? Well, they have a third one now, but that one is only two options. It's on yellow and blue, and that one is it's already sold out. So I'm going to mention the ones that you can still buy right now. And they have the brew metric which the metric is $425. And that one is kind of like a integrated bracelet look. So it is a little bit different. If you don't like the integrated bracelet look, this is not going to be for you, but they do have this option in there. Again, it's the brew metric, $425. Amazing value. Make a quartz movement, really good. This is coffee-inspired watches. And I got to tell you, for watches that have never gone above $500, the finishing on these watches is really good. Really, really good. Um, so it, it, I don't know. It, I like it. I like it a lot. Now, the one I have, the retrograph, just to mention it here, is a little bit more dressy, and it's $375. But that one is a, it's a square watch, the signature uh, type of design from Brew. But it comes with a strap. It doesn't have that integrated bracelet look. Um, it looks really sexy, really dressy. It doesn't have lugs because it's square, but it's, again, just sexy. And now moving on from Brew, you have the Tissot Sea Star, which is also a quartz movement. And again, this is, is kind of, uh, for Chronos, this is kind of, uh, you know, what you're going to get in that price range. It's, it's mecha quartz movements, quartz movements, ro uh, Ronda, or 
you know, proprietary to Bulova that, you know, it allows us to have a good chronograph for less of a price. So this is the Tissot, PR, uh, Tissot C-Star, $525. This is a bigger watch, but it has, it's a C-Star basically, right? So it's a dive watch basically uh, that has a chronograph complication to it. So you can take into the water. Um, it has pretty good depth rating and everything. So you have no issues with that. It looks like a C-Star. So it has the same looks as a C-Star. Just again, adding that complication of being a chronograph. Um, Quartzman, so know that up front, but $525, can't beat it. Now, on the dress side, on the dress side, we're going to talk about, um, I want to bring back the Brew Retrograph because, again, I think this is a nice watch that you can use on your everyday or you can use in a more dressy environment. I have, for example, the one I have is the bronze color uh, retrograph. Um, very, very nice looking watch. It looks very presentable when you have it under the cuff or for a more dressy um, occasion. Again, $375, Mega Course Movement. It's just really nice looking watch. And it comes with a leather strap and that leather strap is really buttery soft. So kudos for that. Now, Laurier Falcon, I'm going to bring that one back too. Again, for $500 flat, but it's just a very multifaceted watch. You can use it for every day. You can use it for dressy um, occasions. Just really good. Really, really good. $500, really good price. Now, the new edition, <laughs> so I don't keep repeating every damn watch, but the new edition in the dress side, the Seiko Presage line. And I didn't want to limit myself to a dial version because they have so many good dials in the Presage line that I didn't want to limit myself. But having, you know, seen a lot of them, I like the red color that I have seen um, from the Presage line. It's really deep red, kind of going into the burgundy side. It has really cool lines in, in it it's just really good looking watch and then they have this other one that has kind of like a light blue uh dial and it has that texture that is kind of like an imprint um i don't know it just they have so many good dials for the presage line and it looks very nice it's kind of like a lower end grand seiko dial right if you're trying to you know, experiment with those dials. They have textures and this crazy looks. The Presage line is perfect because you're not spending the thousands of dollars that you will spend on a Grand Seiko. And again, this is not going to be Grand Seiko uh, finishing, but it gives you that kind of relatable uh, look. They look, they, they look really good. And majority of them are going to go for about $525 dollars. A lot of good options. So I, I think this is a good option for dress watches. Now, moving on. <laughs> dive watches. This is the category that obviously I wanted to get to because I love dive watches so much. And honestly, here you have a lot of options. So again, don't kill me if your watch doesn't make it to the, <laughs> to the list. But I have to include a Seiko because Seikos are offered in every single PX. So 
what I did was I included two options that you can get at the PX, AFIs, military malls, whatever you want to call it, um, everywhere. In every single one of them, more than likely these two watches are going to be there. So I wanted to include this two and then bring another one at the end. But I wanted to include this two because, I, again, it, it's just very accessible for us in the military. And uh, the price point is really good. So Seiko, Seiko Turtle. The Seiko Turtle, great option. The Patty uh, option. You know, I think that it, the colors are really great for those of uh, those people that like the SKXs, the, that vessel that was blue and red. This one has the blue and red vessel. It has the 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 color and the dial, the blue uh, dial or black dial. But it has that typical famous turtle case. Has the colors that are indicative of that old SKS, SKX uh, signature look. $550, ISO compliant, and it has the patty emblem on the on the dial. I mean, come on, guys. This is, you can get it on any A-Feast with a discount, sub $500. <laughs> come on. You know, this is a really good option for a buy. And I think that because Seiko turtles are so prominent, um, I think that many of us will like them, right? So now they tend to be bigger. So, but at the same time, military guys have tend to have bigger wrists. So another good option. Now, second watch that you can get at AFIS, Citizen Pro Driver. Pro Diver. Damn, I don't know what <laughs> Pro Driver, what the hell is that? The Citizen Pro Diver. Now, this is another great option. Now, the Pro Divers typically that you can find in AFIS are the, the quartz movements, and those are going to be about $300, which is still a good option. But if you want to go and get the, the newest uh, addition to the family is a Citizen Pro Diver that's automatic. That's $550 and it's ISO compliant. Great watch. I think that a lot of times we don't really consider Citizen. Uh, a lot of times we talk about Seiko and we give Seiko all the props in the world and we forget about Citizen. And Citizen has really good QC. You know, for all the all the props that we give Seiko, a lot of times we talk a lot of shit about their QC. So, and it's the servant at some points. But Citizen, I, honestly, I haven't seen those issues with the QC. So this is a, a, a good watch from a good brand. $550 ISO compliant, you know, really good option and to round it up for the diver category i'm going to bring back the notos retrospect because i think it's a great option that for divers it just i have to include it 475 dollars great option again it, even when you go back to i guess you could say seiko has a proprietary class <laughs> but it's not not the same right this is this is a, a very unique class that is very good. And then I want to throw an honorable mention. The honorable mention is the watch that I'm wearing today, Casiokes, right? So Casio G-Shocks are in every PX, in every AFIS, and they're a lot below uh, $500, which is the reason why they don't want to include it in the main categories, but I'm going to mention it honorably. You get two options, and now you get three. And all of them are in the 500, 500 range or below. 
but I'm going to stick to the two that, that, that I think are the better option. Um, if you are looking for a G-Shock that looks really good, it has, you know, horology chops or, you know, watch world chops and you, you want people to like it, not just for you. You have the typical Casio that is resin uh, case and that in the PX you're going to find for $75, $79. And that's regular price, $79. During the holidays, you're probably going to find it a lot cheaper. And, you know, and the website, you find it for $99. So it's already $20 cheaper than in the website. So go to your AFIS. And right now during the holidays, they have a lot more styles out there. I have the, the clear case one with the black dial. And I also have the all black with the different purple, pinkish accents. And they, the guys at, uh, at a wrist uh, Cheese Radio call them the Cheesy Oaks because it's the color of their podcast. And I like it. I have that one also. Really good. Um, those are in your typical resin uh, material case, right? Now, the Cassiopes also come in metal. And the metal ones are $200. Those ones, I have not seen them in AFIS. From the website in, in Casio, is, uh, from the G-Shock website, it's $200. And it comes in three different uh, color variations. The typical uh, stainless steel with the kind of grayish uh, dial. Um, and then you have the more like a pink dial and more in the green side a dial. It's more of a darker tone of a silver or a stainless steel color and then kind of gr dark green dial. All of them look really good. They're the typical Casio uh, shape. Again, pretty thin for being a G-Shock. <laughs> very, very thin. And 79 for the regular uh, non-metal ones and $200 for the metal ones. If you go to the latest release that is all metal, including the band, then that one has a bracelet. It's, it looks like an integrated bracelet. And that one is $500, but it's because it has Bluetooth uh, connectivity. I'm not into the Bluetooth connectivity, connectivity, but if you are, that's another option, and it's also inside $500. So that's another option right there. And... That rounds up all the watches that I wanted to talk about for your $500 uh, range. Again, it goes from $450 all the way to $599. And there is some even there that are three-something. And the honorable mentions are $79. So all great watches. I think that, you know, if you decide, screw what this guy's telling me. I don't. I, I want to get a watch for Christmas, and but I don't want to spend a lot of money because you still got to get everyone else uh, gifts, <laughs> then, you know, this is a good price point. I think that when we're starting or to get something fun, a lot of times we forget that this hobby is for fun and, you know, we have to enjoy our pieces. And I think that this price range allows us to have a, a quality piece that you're going to enjoy. And at the same time, you're going to use, you know, so these are all great watches. Hopefully you guys find something that you like inside this big list. And it could have been two hours, three hours, four hours long if I would have gone through every watch, but I just, you know, it's just too much. So I think this is a good list. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. Hopefully you guys have a good Thanksgiving and hopefully one of these watches makes it up to you. 
Now, by the time that you guys see or hear this uh, episode, the podcast is also going to be added to Apple Podcasts. I think that, you know, at first I wasn't going to do it, but ended up doing it anyway. So now we're in both platforms, main platforms, which is Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So now you can listen listen on either or. And thank you if you if you have been listening from the beginning. Let your friends know to listen. And again, this is the Army Time Podcast, Episode 5. Hopefully you enjoy it. Talk to you next week.